I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. In the early days of American democracy, you could always count on Benjamin Franklin for a good political joke to put things into perspective. In the early days of Egypt's democracy, you've got Bassem Youssef. He's been called the Egyptian John Stewart. The former heart surgeon shot to fame during Egypt's revolution in 2011 after he posted videos on YouTube lampooning political figures. And those videos paved the way for a TV show with millions of viewers. But over the weekend, Bassem Yusuf saw what happens when he thinks he's funny, but the Egyptian government does not. A warrant was issued and Yusuf was questioned by authorities for a few hours before being released on bail. The comedian allegedly insulted Islam and President Mohamed Morsi. Here's Yusuf's response. I don't have any personal vendettas against anyone. On the contrary, it would be an honor for me to host any of those I criticize on my show. It would be a success for myself and also a success for freedom of thought and expression, as it would send a message to the people that they, the Muslim Brotherhood, are in power. They accept criticism and that once they leave the show, I'd still criticize them. This happens all over the world, so why can't it be for us? That is a key question, and not just in Egypt, but also in other Arab Spring countries like Tunisia and Libya, where revolutions have toppled long-standing rulers. Michael Wahid Hanna is a fellow at the Century Foundation. Let's start with Egypt, Michael. Why is the government so upset with people like uh, this comedian, Bassem Youssef? Well, I think we've seen a rhetorical commitment to notions of freedom of expression, but it's clear that they are not deeply rooted yet. And I think these new found freedoms are going to be rigorously tested in a lot of ways. And we see this very clearly with the case of Bessim Youssef, a satirist, a very popular comedian, somebody who, who has skewered the Muslim Brotherhood-led government. And despite their protestations that they are okay with notions of freedom of speech and expression, uh, this has obviously hit a nerve. Uh, this is a very popular show, perhaps the most popular show in Egypt. And it, this is something new. Egypt's media space was semi-free in the past, although there were very clear red lines that could never be crossed. But it's now become a very unruly and raucous forum. And within that uh, space, there is a very freewheeling and direct criticism of the rulers uh, in power. And that's something new. And what about uh, satire in Tunisia and Libya right now? Any difference there? I mean, has it evolved in the same way as Egypt or differently? Well, differently. I mean, I think the starting point for each of these societies was different. As I mentioned, the media space in Egypt was controlled, but slightly more free in Egypt. You had a proliferation of press and even opposition papers that had some freedom to express various kinds of dissent and opposition within some boundaries. And of course, the media space in a place like Libya was much more tightly controlled. We did see last year in Libya the Supreme Court strike down a transitional law that had put into place some restrictions on political speech, and I think that's a positive. But of course, Libya is starting from a much different place than Egypt, which had a much more robust press and even some opposition. In Tunisia, I think many of the potential infringements and threats with regard to freedom of expression have come from vigilantes and from religious rhetoric. And we've seen death threats made mm. to uh, various uh, various uh, Tunisian journalists. But I think Egypt is perhaps unique in the proliferation of legal measures that uh, are very clearly aimed at stifling speech, expression, and dissent. 
You know, I saw some interesting numbers showing how humor was such a crucial part of the uprising in Egypt, in Tahrir Square. Uh, Almost as many tweets and social media communications joking about Mubarak and the old guard officials as there were about organizing and who has to be where uh, in the square at what time. Why do you think humor is so crucial, do you think, uh, now with these emerging democracies? Well, in a place like Egypt, uh, it's long prided itself on its sense of humor. It's uh, sort of become the one of the sort of national stereotypes that Egyptians are are a people that like their jokes. Uh, <laughs> and we've seen this over and over again. You know, when Bess Musif shows up in front of the courthouse wearing a giant hat mocking the president, you know, this is, uh, I, I think, an exaggerated form thereof. But uh, I think uh, Egyptians have perhaps in the recent past used humor as an escape, I think, from from some of the difficulties that Egyptians have long faced. Well, Michael Wahid Hanna of the Century Foundation in New York, thank you for your thoughts on this. Thanks very much.